From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Morning, 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 morning. Good morning, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, the Thanksgiving edition with Braden Gunn. Me. It's morning for them. Jonathan Swindle right there, and then uh, Wild Hair Bill George over there on the other side of the room, and Diego is no, behind the board. That's uh, the uh, fence building, Ken Doll. Yes. I asked Diego while we were standing outside waiting for uh, you to show up uh, that... Uh, I said, so Diego, give me your honest opinion. Do you like the uh, wind-blown, been outside all day uh, Bill George hair? Or do you like the <laughs> Saturday morning uh, greased up, ready to go, uh, looking professional, looking fine Bill George? And uh, he had to agree with me. I think he said that uh, we prefer the, the wind-blown look. See, me and him, this this I get along with this. Because <laughs> I'm like, like you are. When I hair looks the same in the morning as it does at evening. This is getting long for me. What are you talking about? Yeah, a baby's behind. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, uh, yeah, you went out doing fence posts all day. I could tell. Couldn't wash your hands on the way in uh, there, uh, Bill George. I never uh, even made it into the house. I stopped, jumped in the car, came. But, what were you doing? Are you doing this by hand or are you doing it by machinery? Are you doing the hand. old post toger digger digger? Hand. Uh, yeah. hand. Well, my daughter and wife dug most of the, most of the fence posts. Wait, with an old-fashioned fence post, post hole digger with yeah. two handles and the... Yeah. Cor- Six to eight inch corners? Yeah. Really? You're making Good your job. wife and daughter do all the post holes while you... Uh, Not all of them. I you, had to come and help with some. While you uh, go mess around. And they go, did the digging. He did the lifting. Yeah, we, he, did, he did that important job. I have to go untangle the barbed wire. I'll be over here for a few hours in the shade uh, trying to get this roll undone. Now I had to go get some more fence posts, and then one place didn't have them, and I had to turn around and bring what I had back and then go to another place to get why more didn't you fence get, posts. Why didn't you get all modern and go with, a, like, a T-post or something? Why, you going with a, a, no. creosote uh, staples and uh, well, you got to have the corners. The T's are going to be for yeah. your lines. Yeah, but your T-post could be going in the middle, you know, in the in line, but I'm not. You're using the old creosote standard uh, four-inch uh, post? What are you doing? Uh, whatever it is, the, the copper sulfate or whatever it is. Pressure treated. All pressure the new treated PT post. stuff, yeah. yeah. I miss those old days of the old creosote poles, man. Well, I could probably Ooh, get gosh. some if I if I would have planned a little <laughs> further than like a couple hours ahead. Um, I could have probably put in a call to somebody and got some. Do they even make those anymore? No, but they pull them out the, of the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that you, you got to definitely know somebody to get your hands on a true creosote post that, yeah. or, or telephone but, pole to make creosote. Yeah. But if, if you turn around and you uh, know somebody that's in like the electrical line business and they turn around and they're cutting them off at a certain height and replacing them with new posts, they're going to pull that lower section out. And a lot of times it's Still perfectly good down below. Well, you're talking about uh, telephone poles. That's one yeah. thing. But I'm talking about the old creosote four-inch you know, fence post. Black, oh. you know, hardy, stay there for a thousand years. Oh, yeah. I'm Don't talking about remember? those in the corner post. Yeah. I remember uh, back in when I used to hunt around Fort uh, area down around Ona, secret spot. You know, they had that fence post factory right there at the four corners there. And they 
still do. On a hot day, you know, you get that waft of creosote coming across here. Oh, it's still there. Brings back lots of memories of the standing out there holding those things up with gloves on because it would get so hot that creosote would start <laughs> melting and <laughs> stick to your hands. Is uh, it's the good old days. Looked like you were in a cat fight when you had to bear hug it and pick it up. Oh and, yeah, those yeah. were those yeah. were good well, days. Well, I got up 7 a.m. this morning, spent all day working on fence, trying to get things ready. Uh, currently, it's uh, what is it Sunday evening? But uh, you know, what do you mean Sunday evening? Right now it is. No, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> it's our Thanksgiving special. No, it is Sunday evening. We are recording the show for uh, Saturday purposes because uh, the vast majority of people in this room will not be here. So everybody usually well, on Thanksgiving and Christmas is about the only time that we're not showing up in the studio. So Bill George. We have families too, dang it. Yeah, Bill George is currently in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Listen. Uh, yeah. Hanging out. He's been there for the past few days. Don't know what he's been doing lately, but uh, apparently today he's been doing fence posts. Well, I, I turn around uh, after I showed you that video. We're going to have to post that video up on our That's the Facebook. worst video ever taken by man. Well, I will find a better video of it, but it looked like it was a lot shot, of birds. It looked like it was shot on the – it was worse than the Zapruder film. Well, <laughs> it was a ton, a ton of teal. Here's the story. Going home last night, Bill George, as he likes to do, we all get on this massive uh, message text. And he's like, guess the state. And he gives this little grainy video that looks like it's been shot through a uh, uh, 1800 church window. And there are all these birds swirling around, which looks like it could be water, but it also looks like it could be like a wet field. I thought dove at first. And I thought dove at first, or... As I did, because of the way they were moving, I said, I said, man, I don't know what state that's in. They look like starlings or blackbirds to me, you know, because they all move in that, that cloud, you know, across everything. And, of course, Cor Carlos got in on the uh, action, and he was guessing. He guessed Arkansas. And I said, right. I'm going to go with Carlos on that one. It could be Arkansas if it's a flooded rice field I don't field know where it was, but you pull the trigger one time, you're going to drop about eight. Which would be a bad thing. <laughs> and then uh, – uh, after the 30 minutes of teasing and everything else that Bill likes to do, he's like, dude, I, he calls me and he's like, man, this was down at a lake. I was down there at, uh, where were you? I was uh, down south at Clewiston. Down at Clewiston, he's like. Secret this, location. This was the lake. <laughs> this was the lake after they'd already hunted and what the birds looked like. Yeah. And I was like, what kind of birds? He's like, what do you say, teal? Teal. Blue wings? Blue wing teal? Or green? Or, I, I, I wasn't too sure if they were blue or, or green wing. And I was like, "Where is that?" And he said, "Down South Florida." I said, "How in the world are they? Key are those native birds? Or, I no. mean, those aren't migratory, yeah, are they? Those are migratory." migratory. <clears throat> I was like, "How in the world are they keeping that?" The sugar many boys ain't messing birds? things up down there as bad as everybody thinks they are. <laughs> well, I guess not. But but apparently, these boys also work all year round on that field, correct? So that it stays that way, right? What I they do, what they do, is they plant stuff like Japanese millet. And once it grows up so tall, you can flood it, and it then all the birds come into it. I get it. I, I assume that that's legal. That uh, yeah. FWC doesn't have a problem with that. No, it's, it's planted. It's planted. It's good. So it's planted, and you're not harvesting, and it's just flooded, and so it's just standing leftover uh, agri agricultural, agricultural 
stuff, so it's all good. Yes. It's all legal. It's mm-hmm. Just to say that there may be a pond that I'm digging that might have a flat area just for said things. <laughs> so let me is it just all teals or did they have uh you know, wood ducks and green heads and everything else they showing don't, up they there? They don't get green heads down there. They get they get a couple other ducks down there, but uh that those were all teal that day. It just it takes so many of those things to make a decent meal. They're so <laughs> tiny. But I mean, how many are you allowed? Do you remember how many six. are six? six? That's why I said if you shot in there, you get like eight, it'd be like, eh, kind of gonna get in trouble over that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Full choke right into the pod of them. How in the world do you shoot at teal? It was hard enough shooting at one by itself. I couldn't imagine trying to single one out. Of, That's what of I'm of saying. That group. With that group. It's but, like, <laughs> well, it, it, what he was turned around. I told him. I said, uh, man, you might shoot at one and. Another one would, you know, if you miss, another sure. one might drop. The guy that was there hunting that day, he had turned around. He was just shooting at the flock and not picking out a bird, and he kept missing everything. And so they turned around, told him, just pick a bird out. And then he started dropping them. You know. How? How? With how? a shotgun. No, I mean, how did <clears throat> how did he pick one out? Wait till the old pack goes by? Yeah, and yeah, but they... always aim at a bird. Just don't shoot up amongst them. <laughs> Yeah, shoot amongst them, boys. We gotta have some relief. Yeah, that's all I could think of, Jared Clower. <laughs> just, just hit them, get them oh. out. Of here. Well, well, and I gotta say, you you said that they started in the morning, and they were all pretty much done in like thirty minutes. Yeah, they were done by eight, down and out by eight. Really? Yeah. So as soon as the sun cracked open at seven and some change, they whatever legal time was, see, it, boom, and they were done. See, I've got a friend. Uh, that he hunts with Primos and all them all the time. And they had that, uh, obviously, I think he was probably talking about Copperhead, the place that they have there that's Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi, where they're all together, the properties all together, and all three states come together in the corner right there. But he was telling me a story about a duck hole that they had like that. And he said with their semi-automatic shotguns, the first time he went, he said we had the guns loaded, First drop, we were done. Five minutes. He goes, after that, he goes, literally, they sit there with the gun unloaded with all three shells sitting in front of them. Because he said, if you have the gun loaded and you shoot regularly, (laughs) you're going to go out there and spend two hours putting out decoys and everything else for about 30 seconds worth of duck hunting. So, wow, one shell at a time. Just wait and get it over with. They load a semi-automatic shotgun to shoot. Well, now, are you, you said you were planning on maybe heading back down there. Yeah, and, I got the invite to go back down and awesome and and, and go nice. partake in that. Well, so. I would I would highly suggest that you try to pick up uh, some duck loads now before it gets stop by Fishhawk and before do a little it gets practicing. crazy. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> lately, the the duck loads have not only been flying off the the shelf because of of duck season, but also because people are using it as a as defensive loads because that's all they really can basically find that's anything over eight six seven shot you know what i mean so they're looking for threes fours that still shot get your attention yeah i mean seriously people are are now looking for duck loads to use for home defense type stuff so i would suggest that you pick pick it up before you or while you're in pennsylvania you know pick up a couple of four boxes all right all right, well, we got to take a quick break, you guys. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. <clears throat> Not taking any calls today, but we will be back. 
We are brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We will be right back. That's me, by the way. Practicing in the bathroom. Sounds pretty good. That's not really Jonathan on the drums, though. He likes to claim it is, but it's not. Welcome back, everybody. It's a big and wild outdoors. Happy Thanksgiving uh, weekend, post-Thanksgiving weekend. We hope you had a tremendous time with friends and family, whether it be at home or in the woods or out on the beach or out on the boat or wherever it is you might want to get out to. I say get out and go do her and uh, have a good time. I'm sure that lots of folks probably went against their government's mandates and got together with family and friends and loved ones. And Newsflash, that song was probably playing at uh, or is playing right now when this show's on the air in the kitchen at Bluntstown, Florida at 5 a.m. when it's waking everybody up to go out to the woods. That's a scrambling eggs song. Wait, his microphone's not turned on. I can't hear him at all. Where are you at? Are you over there? Are you going to turn your mic on? <laughs> Is it on? I don't know. I can't hear him. I don't know. Is he even showing up on the uh, computer screen there? Hello? No, I don't think he's there. I think he's gone. <sighs> well, it was nice having Bill George on the show for a little while. Well, uh, there oh, he is. Oh, now you're back. Jonathan Jonathan got a little <laughs> break then. <laughs> I, I was saying I didn't think he... Uh, Got up at five. I thought he was more of an eight o'clock kind of guy. What are you talking about? Wait, wait, not have to go out in the dark, you know, get up. Oh, please. Have a little breakfast, get up, go out. You know, come that on. way, you that way you're not scaring them off. From going. Come into... on now. No, come on. Scaring them off where? Out in Bluntstown? Yeah. Oh, no, man. Gotta gotta get, you got to get up. You got to turn the coffee maker on. You got to have all the... The the Danishes and all the other stuff sitting out for them when they get up and yeah it's great. But yeah, I, I never I, went through that ritual. I was talking to Gordon just the other night. He got a buck a really Gordon nice. Gordon uh, used to be on site producer. Yes, yes, Air Force Gordon. Yeah, Air Force Gordon. He turned around, got a really nice buck up in South Carolina. He did, and he nice turned one. around. He was telling me how he got out of work about four thirty, and then. You know, by straight to the woods, straight to the woods, and he didn't have hardly any time. Finally, got there, climbed up in the stand, and within a matter of minutes, this really nice buck stepped out. And you know, not much time to hunt, but he he did what he (laughs) needed to do. Get out. Sometimes that's the best one. And you walk out there, and boom, you know. Yeah, sometimes that's the way it's done. Uh, It's happened to me before. But uh, sometimes you get there and you wait an entire week and you don't get la la la. Yeah, you, you know. I mean, you were telling the story not too long ago about that happening. Then after you went and shot that buck that somebody else had been after, you never got an invite back there again. Well, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I offered to give them up. I was like, hey man, if you guys want it, you can have it. You know, it's uh, it's your buck, it's your deer. No, 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 it's yours. Take it with you. All right, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Get out. Never see you again. Get out. I think Steve <laughs> went back a couple of times, but he didn't get anything. And uh, so That Braden guy's not with you, is he? I didn't, I didn't go back, but it was all good. <laughs> and i uh, got to say congratulations to our boy Glenn, too, who uh, got himself a really nice 10-point. Wasn't it 10 or 12? 10-point. Ten, 10-point. Ten uh, I think he was up in GA when he got that one. 
Uh, good looking little little buck up there. Not a huge, big, you know, mass type thing, but a really nice Georgia buck. They're out there and people are getting them. So I can't wait to see what you bring back from Pennsylvania. Well, I tell you, I'm going all the way up there. I am not trophy hunting. Now, I'm not going to shoot some little barely make it legal deer, but as long as he's comfortably legal, I'm shooting the first legal one that comes. Yeah, but how do you know? How do you know you're not going to see Mister Mui Grande when he he may I show may up? I may see Mui Grande. You may, you may get the Gordon treatment. You may get up there in your first day, and it's like you know, Mister uh, Mister Big Lobe comes walking out there, and you. If, if I turn it. if I turn around and I shoot a buck, I'll be out in the woods anyways. I'll be I'll be just strolling Dozy around trying to push a <laughs> push a deer over towards George or my dad or somebody else. You know. Are you going to try to? Uh, Put a bear in there too? Aren't they doing bear this? No, nope. bear. Bear was the weekend prior to Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So, so. this this weekend, yeah, where it, we're recording the show. This is Bear Weekend. This no, Saturday and Sunday. No, this, last we're, Saturday. We yeah. this show is playing and open in morning. As of uh, this time, I should be getting plenty enough daylight to be able to shoot, and hopefully, I will have that buck slipping through right about now mm, yeah you'll know that it's a buck because it'll be going eh, mommy eh, <laughs> <mom>. <laughs> boom got him down comfortably legal right as there. long as he comfortable no spikes aren't legal three point on one side it was one of the worst cuts i heard uh, when william sullivan put his nice little buck up on there some, some guy goes is that milk dripping out of his mouth <laughs> <laughs> Like, Might be, dude. but he's still going to eat good. Yeah, that's a deep cut right there, man. And hopefully, you know, I turned around last year. I, I went over one day and tried to shoot some geese. I might have, I might be trying to do that again on my trip. There you go. So, Well, like I said, pick up some duck loads while you're there because they've <laughs> probably got plenty of them because you're not going to find I know them down I, here. I know I have some up there in the closet, you know, but um, let's just say that when I went out, Somebody else had loads for me. What kind of geese are you talking about here? Canadians, white, Canadians. Canadians? Yes. You know, I talked to my uh, father-in-law who used to be a a Canadian uh, goose hunter up in Iowa, Nebraska, when he was a young man. And I've never never shot them before, so I I don't know the proper procedure of doing them. And uh, I always equate everything like that with dove hunting. You know, you shoot it, it's folded up and hits the ground. And he basically said no. No, they're with, like B fifty twos of this guy. He said yeah. basically, uh, you're you're basically just trying to break a wing, is and and get it on the ground. That's all you're trying to do. Or 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 snap a head or something. Yeah, if you get a lucky shot and one, you know, a BB to the brain and drops him out, you can usually tell by the way they fold up, you know, and go. He says most of the time, if you watch those shows, you'll see them. They helicopter in, you know, full, 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 because you know they try to bust a wing and just get them on the ground. And that's basically all you're doing. You don't realize how big those things are. I mean, they're they're big. They're big. I mean, they're <clears throat> really, really big. And I don't know why um, th- you aren't allowed to use, like, uh, bigger stuff. I mean, for me, I'd be, like, going out there with, like, number one buck or something. <laughs> Go out there and knock them out of the sky. <laughs> Try to knock them out and kill them. That, but they that, don't want to mess up the breast meat and all that other stuff, too. You don't that, want to fill it with That babies. is one hunt that... Uh... I've got a friend, he go, they went to Arkansas and Arkansas and somewhere else. And they were going out for the, uh, 
not the Canadians, but what's the uh, ribeye in the sky one that were Sandy Sandy cream. cream? Yeah, no, the gee, it's a goose. It's the goose, but it's they call it. They call it a ribeye in the sky. Or it's Arctic. red. Uh, but they would go out, and that's the same thing he said to me. He goes, he said, you think you're shooting dove and everything else, and it's wing shooting them, and you're folding them up. He goes, it's a black blob, and you just wait, 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 wait. Okay, start shooting. <laughs> they're they're insane to watch. Go. I mean, I you know. Well, last time I was out in California, I didn't know California had geese. Sorry, uh, we were there, and I'm we're out at this some park or somewhere, and I hear them off in the distance. And I can hear them up there in the sky, and I'm looking around, I'm going, "Am I hearing geese?" What the? I look up, sure enough, man, here come the V's, and I was like, "What in the hell? There are geese in this day?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, man, there's a lot of goose hunting here in the they're state." They're getting out and too. I was like, "What?" I'm sorry. Of course, they're up there in like you know ten thousand feet. They're not down low. It is fr- amazing how far you can hear those flocks of geese. You're out there in the country where we were, and it was quiet as a mouse, and you could hear them. I mean, coming. I mean, they were way, way up there. And uh, I'd never seen geese before do the the fly around until I went to Iowa one time and out on the cornfield where they kind of just keep circling, circling, circling until one or two of them land, and then they kind of, like, come in, and they, like, half change their and mind. Like you said, and it's take like back a B-52 field. <laughs> It is, and then once they land, it's you know it's just the fields covered with them. They're out there just talking all over the place, having a good time. I was out there debating how many I could that I could head shoot with my two seventy before they all took off. Not many. Well, I might have got at least two of them out there. <laughs> but then my uh, father in law was like, "I know yeah, a few guys with bows and arrows that shoot them all the time." That's highly illegal in this state. Plus, you can't hunt with a rifle in this state. And I was like, "Oh." Okay, so I guess we can't do that. <laughs> but standing out there watching them, I'm like, dude, I could probably get at least two of them bad boys before they get off the ground. Seriously. I once hit about five or six golf balls into a flock of turkeys on a golf course because <laughs> I figured, <laughs> whack one. <laughs> it Why might not knock try? one down. Why not try? Worm burner. <laughs> What'd you kill that trophy turkey with, man? Titleist. What'd you shoot today? Well, I got a birdie. I got a birdie right in the worm, side of the head. Worm burner, and for you non-golfers, that means when you hit a shot that's less than two feet off the ground, sure. going about 100 miles an hour. Knock his legs out from underneath him and then put the Titleist <laughs> right in his cranium. That's but, all she wrote. But that that was, you know, I've seen big flocks of turkeys. That was up in San Antonio, up there at the St. Leo Golf Course. Just beautiful place out there. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of turkeys that, in those outlying areas. You, out there. you talk about the cornfield. Let's just say that some of my friends from Double Bull Blinds, uh, there's a guy that I know there that he has uh, killed his limit of geese with a bow, doing exactly what you're talking about. Wait till they land and zippity doo dum. Once or twice. That's all I'm going to say. That's what I would do. Why flu flu them bad boys when you could just whack that big old thing while it's sitting on the ground? And like you said, by the time the second or third, I don't know how exactly how many they could shoot, but by the time the second or third one figures out, uh, we might need to take off. It's too late. And they take <laughs> off like B fifty twos too. It takes a while. They don't, you know, they got to get a little run and start and then get up off the ground. Well, we're gonna take a run and start at a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. This is our Thanksgiving recorded show, so no calls today. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, we're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. We're going to continue this mayhem when we come back. So stay right there. We'll be right back.
night. Diego's on this tear. Saturday's last show. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. He plays Van Halen almost every break. Dead guy. And now you're playing. We, you're hurting my heart, man. Playing Neil Peart, man. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? Happy Thanksgiving. I guess. You know what? And at that, you know, that's a good point. You know, you should be thankful for the the great music that these people have produced over the years and will continue to live on long after we're, we're dirt. <laughs> Somewhere, somehow, some way. Introduce your children to the great ones. Rush, Van Halen, things like that. You know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, we are recording a show here in the studio tonight. And uh, it's me, Braden Gunn. Got Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, and Diego. We drug him all the way back over and made him come over and suffer through all this. And uh, Bill George is, at the moment, we're speaking in Bless Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm predicting that uh, Jonathan will be in Bluntstown uh, at the moment as we're speaking. I have not made that decision yet, so I don't know where I'm going to be today as this show is playing. My children at the moment are in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, first time that my my children had gone through the mountains, I spoke to them. Uh, all this all I can promise is one thing: is if Braden is in Bluntstown, that I will do my best to make sure that a certain young lady does not have to defend herself against yeah. a hog. Uh, but she probably won't. Uh, she'll she'll be all right. She'll be fine. Uh, anyway, we're we're going to uh, uh, play this show, and then we'll be back live the the following week. There's yes. nothing in between there, I don't think, is there? Nothing in between. Well, you, you got to wiggle your wires or something over there, man. You're on a bad mic or something. Hello? Oh, now you're back. Don't touch right. that thing ever again. Touch that again. No, now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> now try again. You, you got to give us the check, check, hello, check. Hello. See, you should have played a Rush Test for Echo because, you know, oh, what, what, I heard something. There you go. Try again. Hello. There you go. Now don't touch it ever again. <laughs> Don't touch it again. You are the most non-committing person I've known when it comes to hunting. Well, yeah. Because wow. Just be surprised if I show up. That way you're like going, Dad. Mommy just slapped Daddy Listen. at the dinner table. Brayden's here. Awesome. <laughs> now we can get her going. One of the things about this Thanksgiving time is the traditional hunts. And that's that's one of the few times a year that families get together and, and friends get together and hunt. And... I truly believe that camp life and that camp camaraderie is something that, you know, is one of the reasons why things are not going as good as they could. And I think you owe it to your kids to get them out there. And just, what are you talking about? It's, it's, I don't, camp to me, deer camp has always been a northern thing. In the south, we never had deer camp. We never did any of that stuff where we were all, you know, feasting under the same tent and doing all that stuff like that. Oh, we're not feasting under the same well, tent. And hanging we're all out in the same and, house. You know, that was always, you know, that was something that I always heard that happened in you know, Michigan or Illinois or any Even of these other. Even here I have turkey camp. I, yeah. It's huge. Because you brought your ass down here from Pennsylvania. <laughs> and, and, you, and you go out there and set it up like it's a uh, little uh, Lancaster Circus. or something out there. Circus. Yeah. I mean, it, we would show up, meet out in the woods, go do our thing, and then zippity-doo-dah back home. I mean... Um, I think I went one time to a deer camp that was in a big giant army tent, and it was uh, me and my dad. We went out there and uh, well, see. We squirrel with our, hunted. We, they squirrel hunt. We squirrel hunted while they deer hunted. Well, here in the south, the replacement for deer camp 
is running dogs. And for those groups that get together in large groups. Yeah, I agree with that. Get a couple people, a couple packs of dogs, go out there, run some deer. You're doing the group and the 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 camaraderie of the group of people, and but that, you're, you guys are missing out the, the the whole tent thing with us southern folks. We got smart and we started buying camper trailers, or we get houses <laughs> that we can stay in. That's, <laughs> my that's, cam- that's camping for yeah. the women folk. And Listen, all that. camp. One of our camps is an old tar paper shack made mm-hmm. out of old reclaimed lumber. There you go. Okay, but the other camp is a old house built in nineteen oh four. Yeah. Three stories and a basement. And yep. What like eleven bedrooms or something like that? Nine or eleven bed. I mean, it's 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 we're not roughing it. No. Yeah. The only the only time I in recent memory was when I would go out to Missouri and meet with Jeff and and Jason and meet them out there. And of course, they all have RVs out there, so you'd have a like circle the wagon of uh, of trailers out there with a fire pit in the middle, <laughs> the hitching post. Yeah, and uh, you know you have one area that was. The, the garage area that was way in the back that was like the cleaning shed and all that other stuff where you put all your other crud like that. But that was, you know, that was as close to hunting camp that I've ever been to uh, where there were a lot of people there. Well, and, I, I really think you need to give it your all to try and get them up there. You have an excellent opportunity. It's a long weekend. You know, It's not a long weekend for us. I have to work. You know, and then I have to drive up there, and then I get to hunt for about four hours, then drive back, and then go to work, and then go to school the next day. So, it's kind of tough. On dude, they got to drive back twelve hours. They're gonna be, they're already mad. <laughs> I was gonna use a different term, but uh, I decided since it's the Thanksgiving show, I was not gonna do that one. But uh, I don't know. I didn't don't, hear. Hey. I didn't hear much excitement in their voices when hey, I spoke to don't them. Worry, don't worry. Don't worry about saying. it. If he can't make yeah. it on this one, what did I tell you? I wanted to do the other day for us for the show and everything. Yeah. So we'll get. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not like you people. I don't take vacations. I don't you go people. any of these things. You don't, I don't you do, people. I don't. I don't go vacations. I don't go somewhere and somebody dies. It's my job. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I go to work and do all that <laughs> other stuff. I get take my days off during the week, and then the rest of the time I'm working. So. I don't do vacations. That's why Tom Rivers used to love me here at the radio station because he knew I'd be here every single day. <laughs> Seven days a week, man, doing your thing. That's all there is to it. I'm just hoping to get it all in, and then that way, you know, when I'm old, I can just die peacefully or something out in the woods. My brothers have ins- explicit instructions. It's all set up. Don't worry. It's all good. Okay. Nice. It's all, it's all good. No, I mean, I would like to go. I really do. But I'm telling you, my kids did not sound enthusiastic. Not like they did when, uh, you know, going up there to see you up around Panasofia because that was that's, easy. That's an easy. Easy peasy. That yeah. was a quick trip. And and the sad part is, is anytime I mention anything about hunting, especially with my daughter, I get thrown right the frick under the bus. <laughs> Right the frick under the bus, either by you or by my own child. No. She's now looking at me and she goes, well, Dad, I want to go get a deer. And I'm like, okay, we could probably do something like that. But I want to go with Bill George. Mother, what the? <laughs> are you kidding me? Because you shot, you shot the pig right out from under her. Oh. She had no gun. She Makes was on the me, ground. I'm in a tree stand. What am I supposed to do? Her. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We hope you're with family. <laughs> Makes me and feel so good about my armadillo warm, every time I hear this story. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, because oh, yeah. it sure <laughs> takes the damn heat off of you. <laughs> Go bring up that armadillo. Yep. You know what? Don't even try because I know he's done the same thing to his daughter out there gator hunting. <laughs> yeah. 
I tell you, when Belinda was little, he probably harpooned quite a few of them because uh, just just hey. give me just give me that. And you know the no, famous I, words I, of I'll a dad. I have no I have no trouble saying this with the two of you in here, and I know I'll get lambasted when I do say it. I've already told him I have one major goal this weekend, and that is for my beautiful eight-year-old daughter to kill her first pig because that's what she wants to do is shoot her first pig. And Dad has already informed his wife, his other daughter, and that daughter. Once that happens, the shackles are off Dad, and Dad's probably going to go out and waylay something. Well, see, that, that mine's just the complete opposite. Uh, the daughter has no interest in shooting a pig. Yeah. She wants to shoot a deer. And uh, the thing is, is because at her school, she's kind of something of a uh, big deal, a, a rogue or whatever you want to call it. She's kind of an outsider because she shows up with her lunch. She has like deer meat chili, wild hawk sausage, you know, just these strange things that a lot of these kids over here in Pinellas County are like, what are you what eating? We just call them old fashioned. Real food. Well, my daughter would be the old fan. The new ones are like, That's what, what is saying. that? And even the teachers, and they're like, you enjoy know, do your you, lunch. Do you go out and go deer hunt? She's like, yeah, I've gone out a couple times with my dad, my dad. And she's like, do you hunt? Did you kill this? She's like, no, this is my brother's pig. <laughs> you know, and it's, <laughs> and they just sit around in amazement, like it's some weird alien thing to do. I, and and so for her, uh, she's built herself up to where she wants to get a deer before, of course, before. My Beat. son does, yeah, before he does. Oh, boy. So, Maybe we need to make that happen. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, if I go up to Bluntstown, Mr. Hogkiller over here wants to go drag around and kill every piece of pork out there. Oh, he's, no. He's no, not I gonna, can, he's not gonna let Dedda find, get I out can there. find her something of he's, the whitetail variety. He's not going to let Dedda get out there and shoot some Louis Grande not. off of his property. He's um, not going to do it. He'll be like, oh, uh, yeah, that 36-pointer, you're going to have to let the that nice, walk. The nice thing with her <laughs> is she legally can shoot a buck that's that's not yep. as big. That is true. Yep. But then again, I also now have to make the decision there, of, on what she's going to use. So I, I'm still torn between I, the 44 I, mag, the I carbine. I say this, and the, at my property, when it comes to children of your daughter's age and all that, there is whatever the state, there's none of this trophy, any whatever the state rules are, we want kids to let them eat, and I don't have anything small. I don't. I don't. That, that the forty four mag is the smallest thing I got. What if I loaned you a three oh eight? How is that any smaller than a seven millimeter oh eight? No, it's not. It's, it's not. not. Seven millimeter. Seven millimeter, millimeter oh eight would be perfect for her. Or Lori's. I can let her shoot Lori's. If she, I just want her to have the skill. I don't want her to miss. I don't want her to miss and mess it up and you know and ass shoot that thing and then. You know, she's well, going to feel horrible the, about the it. The only so. way she's going to do that, well, not the only way, but is if you don't let her shoot the gun at a target ahead of time. Let her feel comfortable with the gun. She's already comfortable with firearms. She's okay. not. She doesn't have a problem with it. Yeah, but that one. No. She practices too much, then it'll, she'll be overthinking the whole thing. Just like what you did with B. Put it on him, cock it, well, pull B the trigger. took a little bit bang. of time to find that thing in the scope. But once he did, he didn't Boom. mess around. It was like, there it is, got it, bang. Done. All right, we're taking a break. Bigger Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. I guarantee you they got a great old deal going on probably just after Thanksgiving, so you might want to go there and get your best deal on our car or truck today. Go see them. While we mess around, we'll be back. Every metal thunder. 
Yeah, you wanna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. I do. I wanna go. Don't you wanna go? Welcome in, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors Thanksgiving edition. Yes, we are recorded live here in the studios at the Beasley Broadcasting Empire. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We hope you had a wonderful and fabulous time with friends and family, loved ones, co-workers, whoever you got to hang out with. Um, and uh, make sure you take your Z-Packs and your Z-Cams and everything else. Don't, I touched the mic again. Don't touch the microphone. I touched it. 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C uh, twice a day, and then uh, you'll be COVID-free. You'll be good. Turkey sandwiches everywhere. You'll be fine. You'll be good with that. And uh, you know what? Speaking of sickness thing, I got to bring this up because um, my son had been going through some lower gut issues, and we uh, uh, fought it for a while and talked Definitely to Definitely good thing to talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah, talked about, yeah, it's perfect for Thanksgiving. And, you uh, ate too much. <laughs> went to the doctor, and the doctors did the whole Bobby Bieber, you know, blood test, da-da-da, you know, all the other stuff. And then um, they come to find out that uh, he's maybe lacking in a certain uh, bacteria in his No, I like the way you said gut. it, the city kids. Yeah, well. And so when I asked about this, when I spoke to the uh, the doctor individual person that was there, and I said, you know, what causes this? Because, you know, mom's thinking, that, oh, he's lactose intolerant. Oh, my gosh, it's into the world. Oh, he's, Too much you know, hand sanitizer. Yeah, or that. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, she's a nurse, so everything freaky freaks out. You know, it's like strep throat is usually the beginning, you know, the, the start of any discussion. I think he, he's got a temperature. He need to go check it. I think it might be strep. Okay. So, anyway. They're finding this a lot in city kids or kids who live within the confines of an area such as St. Petersburg or downtown Tampa or maybe even in some areas where there's bigger cities and things like that. Come to find out what it is, is there's a probiotic probiotic that you need to take that's a, a certain type of bacteria. And once you started taking that, next thing you know, it's all done. The gut thing is, is is no more. You know, milk doesn't bother, nothing. It's all good. And um, I, I talked about it. I said, well, we give him these, you know, probiotics. Not we. She gives him these probiotics. And uh, they have to be refrigerated. He said, nope, don't use those. Use these. And I said, well, what's the difference in there? He goes, well, these are a different type of bacteria. And you can only get them in a certain way. And we see it in a lot of inner city kids that don't have this bacteria, and they have this problem. It's a growing problem in the United States. And I said, why don't they get this bacteria? Is it from food or anything? He goes, nope. He goes, take a guess. Where do you think they get it from? Where Not do you think they dirt. get What? Dirt. Dirt. It is a dirt-based bacteria that kids have to consume and have to get into their systems. Oh, yeah, you're I fine. I probably got covered in it. Yeah, start licking your hands. You're fine. <laughs> But that, but that's what it is. Is that kids aren't playing in dirt? They're I not, turned around, and looked at my hands as we came in the building today. It's like, man, I just ate a bunch of McDonald's French fries on the way yeah, over. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Your guts are great. Well, and that's the thing that these kids don't play in dirt. I'm not talking about going down and playing in, you know, in the in the uh, crushed sandbox. sand and glass uh, out on and on the beach, or in like you just said, a sandbox or anything. But I'm talking dirt. Where you know you spend hours on your knees building tunnels and matchbox cars and well, my daughter got plenty of dirt today. She was using that fence post digger, and we built up all the scrap, you know, concrete and blocks and little chips of concrete 
all went in a low area, and then I put dirt on top of it. Well, we had to put three fence posts through that area, and so you dig down and you'd hit cinder blocks and sure. have to pound those out, and then then it's covered. The water tables. I got a root breaker there. if you need it. <laughs> Has a root what? A root breaker. Root breaker. Mm. But, but see, I, but, I call it the but root she, breaker. She was <laughs> up to her elbows in dirt and mud. <laughs> well, what the, when I talked to the doctor, I said, well, when did this problem start? And when we kind of thought about it, it was when he didn't spend as much time Outside playing in the dirt. Now he's either, you know, inside doing homework or, you know, playing on the Xbox or messing around every once in a while, you know, going to the beach or heading out to the woods, that kind of thing. But but being in the dirt like he was when he was a little, little kid. And once you get well, either antibiotics or once you go through a certain sickness or once you start uh, eating a certain food, it can reduce those numbers. So it, it it's like you just said, it has to be dirt fed all the time. Kids need to get out and get dirty. I turn around everybody with all this hand sanitizer. Every, I, I know somebody who uses so much, their hands are completely dried out, cracking. You just bend their hands and crack, and he starts to bleed because wow. he, he uses that much hand sanitizer. That's, not, like, good. That's oh. not good. I, la- I laugh when you sit there, and that gives me good memories when you talk about eating McDonald's French fries and your hands are covered. <clears throat> I can remember being in the cow pens, and it's like, yeah, we were covered in a whole lot more than oh, just yeah. dirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many. I, I, when I tell my kids about the old cow pie fies, fights that we used to have as kids and horse apple fights and everything else, and you never laugh harder is when your friend, like, turns and you whip and you catch him one in the corner of the mouth or something, you know, and he's like, <laughs> for 15 minutes. But, uh <laughs> I guess <laughs> I, I look at it this way. I guarantee you, those people who survive through that are probably going to be COVID free till the day they die. No, let, let's, I'm right there with you. Let's just say I know a few friends that caught a full like mouth wide open oh, yeah. when they spun around. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I caught Henry yeah. Rivas. I caught Henry <laughs> Rivas with a greenie, which was against the rules to throw. By the way, oh, you did. And I caught Henry Rivas in a greenie, right? And I mean, it stuck in his front teeth. There, I mean, he was did like, he get a free throw? <laughs> no, no, I just ran like hell. <laughs> He was bigger than me, so I ran like a crazy man. See, we had that was the rule for us. If you did that, that was a free. You got a free, they got a freebie. No, you had to stand there and take it. This was a horse one, so it wasn't so bad. It wasn't a greeny cow yeah, one, greeny or cow, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> those were the days. Look what you're missing out on, Diego. See, you grow up in a you know in an urban environment of Tampa. Look at all the fun stuff you miss. No cow chip <laughs> fights. No horse apple fights. <laughs> nothing. Nothing chicken related could be thrown. No, oh, yeah. nothing chicken related can be thrown because that maybe the are, chicken. Those things are evil, and the stuff that comes out of them is just pure evil. So you can't throw that. So, so. <laughs> yeah, any birds? No, mammals? No. Yeah, except for dog. Can't do that either. Not good or pig. It's not good. But uh, as we speak, Bill George is up in Pennsylvania. Uh, Jonathan's up in Bluntstown. Where you? Where are you going to be, Diego? Do you have plans? You gotta turn your microphone on before you be a part of the show. I'll be here in Tampa. Yep. I won't be going any, on any vacations. Well, no. I'm like you. All I do is work, work, work. Yeah, and look what it's got me. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> look at all this gray hair. Let's see what you get. Are, are you doing Thanksgiving with family, friends, and loved ones? Have you known what your uh, what 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 it was or what it's going to be? I mean, we'll have some family. I have some family that just flew in from Venezuela like a week ago. Oh, really? What? But it won't be a, a giant event like it what? usually is. How many well, is giant? Uh, 
20 20? people, 25 people. So what are we reduced down to now? 5, uh, 12? 10 to 12, maybe. Oh, that's well, not too bad. I have a question. You know, That'd be illegal, by the way, in California. The, we turn around traditional Thanksgiving. A lot of people do a turkey or a ham. What do you do? You do the we do pig? turkey. We do ham. We do like I know uh, pies. We do uh, green beans. We do stuffing. Yeah, y'all all know. the regular Jeez, stuff. Jeez, you're a regular boring American. Good lord, I God thought it was going to be something it. great like Venezuelan paco no. fish over a you know a bamboo leaf uh, you know. I, I mean, we eat arepas like every day. We're not going to have arepas for Thanksgiving. What'd you call, What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, some people get like an, a pig and they split it and put it in one of the kachina boxes or what it, What do you call those boxes? Some people La, call them china boxes. China boxes. Yeah, china boxes. Yeah, that, that thing. Uh, or do the whole cinder blocks and everything and, you know. Or you could just do what Hank Jr. does. What's that? Put a pig in the ground and put some beer on nice. And all my rowdy friends Brandon. are coming over tonight. You never did that yeah. one? Yeah. Now y'all stuff it. Y'all do the, is it the oyster? I remember or is they it used to play that uh, for the NFL <laughs> intro yeah, I, before he offended somebody. Those days are gone. Yeah. <laughs> no, he made them pull his music. Yeah. Yeah, he said, don't, don't be using my stuff no more. But no, don't seriously, do y'all do like the oyster stuffing or what y'all do for stuffing? Uh, I'm not really sure what goes into the stuffing. Maybe I'll maybe I'll hang around and find out. Diego, oysters I'm, are. I'm not uh, too sure. Oysters are, believe it or not, more traditional in than most cases than the turkey itself. Uh, from the first Thanksgiving, there was a lot more fish and uh, oysters and all that kind of stuff uh, at the first one. So I know that that was always been incorporated in a lot of Thanksgivings because of that very reason. The, but. the, the lady folks in our family, that is a recipe that I very. Very much so been made that my sister and my wife and all them. I'll have to try yours because I've never been a fan. That. Never been a fan of the oyster. Oh, stuff. my mother's will make your tongue slap your brains out. Uh, mine, uh, mine's always been the giblets, uh, liver, uh, gizzard that one, that one, that one, that kind of deal. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever, ever had any oyster stuff. I didn't have it until uh, my coon uh, ass cousins down there in Louisiana. They they make it up there, so it's a big thing up there. They they yeah. did it there. <clears> they do the oyster stuffing and. Uh, not not that it was stuffed in the turkey, it was done separately. Oh, Where, yeah. Is yours done separately? Yes. Yeah. What What's your most favorite uh, memorable Thanksgiving Day moment that you've had? A good one or a bad one? No, around the table, <laughs> around the Thanksgiving table. Oh God, I've had I've got a lot of them, man. I I mean, we used to. My kids asked me, you know, one time what my favorite holiday was, and I always said it was Thanksgiving because I. It was a time where family, cousins, I mean, we'd all get together and beat the crap out of each other and love each other and have fun and arguments. And well, the older folks would sit around the fires and sip hot toddies and get into deep, dark discussions that we kids didn't want to be well, have any part of. And we were, we were traveling one time, and I ended up, we were at my aunt's house for Thanksgiving, and she made this beautiful meal. And, you know, there's nothing better for me than turkey and the stuffing and the potatoes and all that got put on my plate and I kept looking for the gravy and I kept looking for the gravy. There was no gravy. And I had a big pile of mashed potatoes and I looked at my mom and I was fairly young. I said, how do you eat the potatoes if you don't have any gravy? <laughs> Put some salt and pepper and butter on there, man. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that, that memory has stuck <clears throat> in my head 
of how I ended up at a table with no gravy on Thanksgiving. My my uh my worst good one, it started out I was I thought I was gonna get my butt beat, but then it turned out to be a good day. Was it Thanksgiving that uh um, I'll probably tell you about after the break because I want to hear about Jonathan's because he's got a billion and a half people at his Thanksgiving things. Jiminy Cricket. I'm just I think, trying to think of one. <laughs> I think 60% of Plant City shows up at uh, somebody's house somewhere. Either mom or dad's or grandpa's or his. It's always out there. It's always a big time. Always a good time. You guys don't split a cow in half or anything like that, do no, you? No, no. <clears throat> no goats? Fried turkey, baked turkey, ham. Yeah, it's elk. We get it on. Deer, hog. A little bit. Yeah. A little I've, bit. I've been to your house before. It's a horrible nightmare. <laughs> it's just the mountains of meat everywhere and just things. And you're like, what is that? Where's Jonathan? And he's this poor little tiny man standing in front of this ginormous grill, pumping out like four gallons of water a second. I, have, I haven't had any of them poppers, them jalapeno poppers. Oh, he they're good. Made. He does a great job on that. All right, we're going to talk about this more now that I'm getting extremely hungry. Uh, When we come back from break, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right here.